Okay, so we're here with Katie Kurtz of Walk by Glendale and Colin Bogart of LACBC. Hi. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. Or good afternoon. <laughs> well, thanks for having us, Nick. Uh, my name is Colin Bogart. I'm the education director for the LACBC, LA County Bicycle Coalition, and uh, we're pre-recording this program uh, today for the second Saturday of the month. Second Saturday means LACBC uh, Day on Bike Talk here at Kill Radio, KPFK, on the podcast. And um, as you mentioned, uh, in the studio with me right here is Katie Kurtz, who is the co-chair of Walk Bike Glendale. Hello, Katie. Hi, Colin. How are you feeling today? I'm doing okay. Yeah, I think we're all working on getting rid of some cold, except for Nick. You're you're a healthy boy, yeah, <laughs> and we're happy for you. Um, so today we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about Walk Bike Glendale and all the cool stuff that's going on in Walk Bike Glendale. But we thought we'd start off uh, with a quick little history lesson, if that's what you want to call it. Uh, just to give you a little bit of history. The LACBC um, in 2008 got a grant with the city of Glendale uh, from the L.A. County Department of Public Health to do uh, a project from their PLACE program, in fact, Policies for Livable Active Communities and Environments. That's a mouthful. It is. And um, we got a grant to work with the city of Glendale to um, make some changes in the city of Glendale to get it walking and biking more and uh, to encourage activity through built environment and specifically to create some policies that would support that. And, in fact, what we were able to do over the course of about a three-year project was we created a planning document called the Safe and Healthy Streets Plan. Uh, it was a broad overarching document that provided guidance um, for policies to encourage walking and biking. And it covered it covered um, all the five E's basically, uh, which if, you, if you're wondering, the five E's would be engineering, encouragement, education, mm-hmm. evaluation, and see, this is the cold medicine. Chicken in. No, no. Encouragement. Oh, enforcement. Mm, enforcement. That's an important E. <laughs> so anyway, the, the document uh, covered policies that fulfilled all of those areas towards encouraging uh, more walking and biking in the city of Glendale. And uh, we were able to complete that uh, planning document and have it formally adopted by the city um, in about April of 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we considered the whole project a success. The other big success, however, that came out of that project and, and the part that I'm personally most proud of, having been involved <laughs> in this project from the start, uh, pretty much, is that um, from the uh, project that we did in Glendale grew our Glendale chapter, now known as Walk Bike Glendale. Which, Katie, you are a co-chair of now. I am a co-chair. Um, yeah. And you've you've been involved with Walk Black and Glendale now for, what, two, three years? Yeah. Something like that? since the beginning, so since two years. Yeah. Pretty early on. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a lot of I, – I remember seeing you showing up um, – uh, in the early stages of Walk Bike Glendale, when the city was also working on its uh, bike master plan, which had not revised, That's right. that was the other that was the other thing That's that right. came out of the um, Safe and Healthy Streets project in Glendale, is uh, the city of Glendale had not revised its bicycle master plan, 
since the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, it had been quite some time. And as a result, um, they were also, because they had not revised it and hadn't really implemented a whole lot of it, um, they had not received any funding for bike projects in a long time because the requirements used to be that you had to do a revised bike master plan, something like every five years, in order to get access to uh, what was then called bicycle transportation account funds with the state of California. Um now I'm getting really wonky. Sorry, <laughs> I'm getting really wonky. But anyway, uh, the point is, is that we're very happy that um, the project that we were doing in Glendale got the city talking about the fact that they needed to update their plan, right. um, which they've, uh, which they did, and um, they've been implementing various projects. So Katie's here. Um, basically, we're here to talk about what's been going on in Glendale uh, as of late. And what's Walk Bike Glendale up to and, and what's uh, what's in the future sure. for Walk Bike Glendale? So where, where do you want to start, Katie? Well, Colin, um, let's see. Maybe I'll start uh, where you left off in terms of how Walk Bike Glendale grew out of the Safe and Healthy Streets plan. Mm-hmm. And then maybe just do a little bit about uh, our successes over the last year and what's coming up. And then I think we have in the queue a few of our Walk Bike Glendale Steering Committee members um, to interview. Terrific. Including Eric Yassian, who was one of the founding members of the chapter, mm-hmm. and uh, how I got involved. I met Eric on the street in Montrose as he was leading these Tuesday night rides, Um that were that would go really late and do really fun, crazy things. Every Tuesday night, we'd go somewhere in the city from Glendale. We'd meet up in Glendale and mm-hmm. and go somewhere. And um, and I actually just met a group of cyclists up in Montrose, thinking, "What the heck is this in Montrose? There's a big group of cyclists. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> Who are these people?" And um, you know, Eric introduced himself to me, and then uh, and then it was we were off. We were off on creating a group of committed folks and trying to organize those folks to support different types of things in the city, including events and canvassing and putting pressure on the city to make sure that the uh, bike infrastructure plan actually got implemented and all kinds of stuff. Um, And so I think it was Eric that really... um, Worked with you, Colin, in getting mm-hmm. us to be a, a official chapter of the LA County Bike Coalition. So, since then, we've been doing some really exciting things. Um, I actually just wanted to make it clear where Glendale is, first of all. Um, For those who are listening who maybe don't know, exactly. Good point. <laughs> so tell us, tell us, Katie, where is Glendale? Glendale. So Glendale is actually right between um, Eagle Rock, which is right next to Pasadena. Pasadena is kind of a, a place where most people throughout LA know, mm-hmm. or even the Southern California region know. There's this little thing called the Rose Bowl. There, the Rose Bowl, um, is among in other Pasadena, things. Pasadena, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Glendale's a couple of cities over, um, and then we're also right up against Burbank where the Disney studios are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Disney, right? It's and The Tonight Show and Disney. many other things. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So it. a lot of that stuff happens in Burbank. Just a wee bit north of downtown L.A. as well. Yes. Just to give everybody sort of an idea. Exactly. It's, it's a suburb. It is a suburb. It's a suburb of Los Angeles. It's it, the third largest city mm-hmm. in L.A. County. That makes sense, yeah. After Long Beach. 
That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. And we're hilly. That's one thing to note about bike infrastructure in Glendale is that we have certain considerations when it comes to biking throughout the city, like leisurely, because I live up in Montrose area and we're, mm-hmm. we're kind of at the top of the hill. So we do a lot of trans, we, we do a lot of, um, bike bus mm-hmm. combos. To kind so of just so people who are not familiar, Montrose is in the foothills of the, what is that? The San Gabriel San Mountains? San Gabriel Valley, yeah. San Gabriel Mountains. Mm-hmm. So basically Glendale, the north end of Glendale touches on the foothills of San Gabriel Mountains, which is Angeles yeah. Crest Forest. So, exactly. so the north end of Glendale is higher than the south end. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Nick, did you have a question? Yeah, uh, is Occidental in Glendale? Occidental is not in Glendale, okay. and as an Occidental graduate, I know this. <laughs> but it's a stone's throw away. It is kind of a stone's throw away. It's probably, you know, it's a twenty-minute bike ride from where I live up in northern Glendale, so it's not far at all. Okay, and for her, it's downhill. It's on the way well, to yeah. school. <laughs> On the yeah. way back, not so much. Not so much. Got it. Twenty okay. minutes, not so much. All right. Yeah. I'm getting so, it. yeah. So, so that's Glendale. People have an idea of Glendale now. Yes. It's also home of the Glendale Galleria, which a lot of people. True. Frankly, Glendale Galleria, Americana. Yeah. Oh, Americana has attraction. bike parking, by the way. For those of you that. <laughs> it's true. Valet. They have bike valet. I know. Did you have anything to do with that? No. Okay. No, I don't think no. Glendale had anything. No, to do they, with just it. Sort of, they just they sort of they just sort of did it. Did it. They just sort of did it, but it's not widely known. Well, yeah, it is not widely known, it is not which widely is a little known, but anyway, unfortunate. We digress. It's true. So we've gotten everybody situated with the location of Glendale. Location of Glendale, um, sort of how the Walk mm-hmm. by Glendale chapter came to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just head into some of the accomplishments that we've had for the last year. I'd love to hear them. Um, Mostly, and I, I do want to give a healthy shout out to Ryberg, who is nestled in his home in Montrose um, this afternoon. And he has done a lot of work this last year to really make a lot of um, a lot of what I'm about to talk about happen. But uh, I, I call myself co-chair, but I say that I'm like 15 to 20 percent co-chair and Rye is most of the chairhood. So um, healthy shout out to Rye, although I know that um, I know that he is not he's a little shy when it comes to talking about this stuff. I see. Sometimes. All right. So so he put me in front of the microphone to (laughs) Okay. To list out all the cool stuff that's happened. Let's hear it. um, All right. So Walk by Glendale for the last year, we, we've done a lot of events. Mm-hmm. Um, a few of the events that we did, one of the signature ones actually that we did was uh, partnering with the Rotary Club up in Glendale. Mm-hmm. And, um, and both Rye and myself actually, well, Rye mostly planned the routes mm-hmm. um, along with Eric, I think. And then um, we, we partnered with the Rotary Club to lead the ride for families, children and families. Uh-huh. Um, and then there was a, a nice ride that went up, gosh, to Dick Majin Park. That's right. There was a like super difficult. This was a crazy hilly ride crazy with hill. lots of elevation gain for much more advanced riders. Thank you, Colin. So there was basically two rides. There was a family ride and an advanced ride. That's right. That's right. And, and this was a fundraiser with the Rotary Club. That's right. It was a fundraiser. The Rotary Club raised about fifteen thousand dollars. Wow! Um, nice. So it was a it was a nice partnership, and I do believe that we'll be doing that again this year. So excellent. Do you that, know roughly when? 
Um, I, gosh, Jewel City Ride, I want to say, was in June? June. Er, I do not know roughly when, but I will find out. And before the show is over. So somewhere somewhere, somewhere in the, in the next six months. Yes. Somewhere, we'll leave it at that for now. Somewhere in the next six months. People can always check the Walk by Glendale website. It's true. Okay. Um, so that was one really great uh, partnership. And that was the first time you did that with them, right? Yeah, it was the first time they did it. Oh, well, there we go. First it, time for everybody. Yeah, it was the first time they did it. And it, and it was really fun to get to know the Rotary folks mm-hmm. um, because not everyone in the Rotary Club is a cyclist, you know. Uh-huh. And so they were really interested and hungry to learn about, you know, rules of the road and routes and all of those kinds of things and how cycling in Glendale can, um, is growing mm-hmm. and how that can – how, how we can partner with Rotary to, to make that work. Mm-hmm. So that was a really nice partnership. Um, we also hosted Bike to Work Day. Uh, let's see. What else did we do? Oh, we hosted the second annual Mayor's Ride. That was really fun. Yeah. This one was with Mayor Quintero. And this was a Mayor's Ride that was initiated by Mayor Laura Friedman. That's right. Who's been an, a, a strong supporter of of biking and walking in Glendale ever since she became an elected official. Yes, yes. And Laura then, is definitely our champion. Yeah, and then Frank Quintero was, a, was also a very strong champion for walking and biking in Glendale as well. That's right. So so that was the second annual Mayor's Ride with, with Mayor Quintero. That's right. And um, I know that this is bike talk, but just to give a shout out to our uh, pedestrian part of Walk Bike Glendale, we did do a couple of walk events mm-hmm. that were really fun. There's no shame in that. <laughs> you can you can confess to these things openly. I'm, it's okay. And we biked to the walking events. So I don't know if, well, there that, you go. if that helps at all. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so we uh, we had our zombie walk in uh, October, mm-hmm. which was really fun. Also uh, headed up by Rye because he just loved you have to tell us a little yeah, bit more about the zombie walk. Sure. This is a Halloween thing, this I assume. Hol- a zombie walk was Halloween theme. And um, we have just so many great I – mean, this is the benefit of being in Los Angeles and Hollywood, mm-hmm. et cetera. As we had a lot of great um, costume folks and makeup artists and uh, just invited any families in Glendale to come and join us um, and dress up as zombies and just walk the streets of Glendale scaring people. <laughs> and um and so so folks would come and then we had a we had a a woman who did a lot of makeup and then um, my friend Erica is also a costume designer so she brought some cool costumes um she brought a cool costume for me are there pictures of this online yes yeah absolutely yeah. on our Facebook page um, so walk by Glendale on Facebook yes so if you're on Facebook just look up walk by Glendale and you should be able to find it exactly and there'll be a photo album there yes okay yes. Yeah, so the zombie walk was really fun. And then also, and that's not on here, but I do um, want to point out that we did a pastry walk. And I heard about that. That was really good and fun, mm-hmm. and I loved it. For those of you who are not familiar, there's quite a lot of really good pastry places in Glendale. Oh, Some, many, of whom, many of which, but not all of which, are Armenian pastry yes. places. Yeah. Uh, really unusual. Not your... Not your Standard donut fare. Yeah, we're talking something special. Yeah, all within walking distance. So we all, so we kind of trekked around and and discovered some of the cool pastry shops um, in Glendale. So that was wow. a, a really neat accomplishment. Um, 
So, so that was good. Excellent. We've also held safety classes. We worked with bicycle the, safety classes. Mm-hmm. We worked yeah. with Metro. Um, we held the first adult yeah. safety class funded by Metro. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also our Safe Routes to School program, we did uh, safety rodeos, bicycle safety rodeos for children throughout mm-hmm. the city. So that was good. Um, let's see. What else have we done? Oh, this is actually really neat. Um, we did a, a survey of our city council folks asking them what their commitment to walking and biking in the city of Glendale oh, yeah. was. And so we as a chapter could um, gauge which candidates we thought would be more friendly to walking and biking um, policies, etc. This is because there was an election for yes. city council last spring, That's correct? Right. That's correct. And just so, just for anybody who's unfamiliar, as as a nonprofit organization, you can't endorse a candidate, right? But you can pose a series of questions to all the different candidates, and then let their answers sort of speak for themselves. That's right. Got it. So you did a candidate survey. Did candidate First time survey. that's been done in the city of Glendale. Yeah. Well, where I you're asking that's... candidates about their opinions about walking and biking. That's right. Got it. And then, and what can you tell us about the result of all that? You know, I don't remember the result. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Colin. But you know what? Putting I will you on ask, the spot. We will ask Alec. We'll ask Alec when, when we he call calls Alec. in. Okay. We will ask him. Didn't mean to put you on the spot there. No, no, it's so okay. So sorry. So, all right. So there was a candidate survey. So those are a couple of the things that there's um, some pretty hotly contested seat, seats there. So we'll definitely have to ask Alec about that. Yeah. Okay. Alex got the 411 on all of that. Um, so, yeah. And, you know, we've got more formal this last year with uh, mm-hmm. our chapter rules. We adopted chapter rules. Mm-hmm. Um, this so is something that was happening with all the chapters in, in association with the LACBC, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so rather than just us getting together and bantering around ideas and saying, sure, let's do that, now we're um, a little more formal. Mm-hmm. And we take votes, and I ask for a vote when we want to spend any of our chapter money. What voting? Kind of crazy. <laughs> no, it's a good uh, thing. It's cool. It's it's actually it's cool. Well, before it was just the, the biggest person would decide, or I mean, before voting, how did that? <laughs> the biggest person. We would arm wrestle. Yeah, it was it was basically whoever ended up on top of the wrestling match in the past. I would no, say I it was no how idea. persuasive Eric could be. <laughs> Perhaps, yeah. Now the other thing too that I I know we didn't you didn't mention here that I wanted to briefly touch on um, because Alex showed it to me and maybe maybe this is um, something for when you have Alec call in is this uh, uh, downtown business district yeah. discount program that you guys launched? Yeah, this is really exciting, and I do want to kind of hold off until we let Alec talk about it because this was his baby, uh-huh. but um, but just to give a brief preview. Um, we uh, Glendale is really going through some some fun development right now. We've got a few loft buildings that have been built in downtown Glendale, and we're um, we're anticipating you know sort of younger hip people to mm-hmm. come and move into those loft spaces. And so um, so Alec was really hoping to encourage more biking and walking of this new demographic by um, by kind of networking with the local businesses and encouraging mm-hmm. the local businesses to um, to give discounts for those that, that walk and bike. Um, 
Got it. To their to their business, and uh, have a card, uh, walk by Glendale card. So so we actually worked with a graphic designer and got a really nice uh, uh, piece together. Yeah. So. Now we've just told all of it. (laughs) I know. No, we'll let him talk about it a little bit more. We'll let him talk about it more. So, but so let's see. We want to get him on the phone in a little bit. But first, I think we were going to get Eric on the phone. Yeah, let's call Eric. Let's get Eric on the phone and and have him talk to us a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Eric. How's it going? It's going really well. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Thanks so much for joining us, Eric. So um, I already gave a little bit of a of the context of your relationship to Walk by Glendale, but I was hoping you could just introduce yourself and uh, talk a little bit about um, your involvement in Walk by Glendale and also your involvement in the Glendale Planning Commission. Sure. Um, well, I, I I was Walk by Glendale. We started as a group uh, a couple about two years ago. I was the first chair of it. Um, um, right now, it's Ryberg, and uh, and our goal has always been about uh, trying to make people want to walk and bike um, even more in Glendale, and and see the benefit of it, and and make it a safer place um, for people to do more of it. Um, and I'm also on the planning commission. I'm currently just chair of it. Um, and oh wait, you're uh, chair of the planning commission now? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting! I didn't wow, congratulations! Good. I didn't know that. Yeah, congratulations, Eric. Well, it's about to end <laughs> my chairmanship, probably. Oh. And, um, next, <laughs> next month we, we we select a new person. Ah. Well, you did but, a great uh, job. <laughs> thanks. Very um, humble. But, but the but the planning commission um uh role is to advise the city on land use. Um, and zone changes, and um, and make sure projects that come up are consistent with um, the plans that we've adopted. Um, Biking-related plans are the Safe and Healthy Streets Plan that was adopted a couple of years ago, thanks to a lot of the work that Colin Bogart did, and uh, and then also the bike plan that was adopted um, uh, about a year after that. Um, but, but really, our body is kind of passive, and, and it's one of the things that um, it's compelled me to go and be more involved as an advocate because we wait for things to come to us most of the time um, before we can make a recommendation. On the planning commission, but, right, Eric? Yeah, but on an advocacy side, is we're, we're pushing it from the community side. And that's what I really like about it. And when I was in the planning commission, I've been on it for the, for the last four years, and it's been great, and I've learned a lot. Um, uh, the first two years, I felt like there's more I want to do. And that's why uh, I was really compelled to get involved with um, the stuff Colin's been doing and, and continue that and, and, and get with a group of people who we can kind of push the city from the outside and not, not just from the inside. So that's been a really good experience for me, too. To, to be part of that, and um, and right now the biggest thing in the uh, planning wise, we're we're working on the South Glendale Community Plan. Um, Glendale is a really big city, the third largest city in the county, and um, we just finished a community plan for the north area, and now we're doing South Glendale, which has probably the biggest chunk of people 
about mm-hmm. 100,000 people who live in South Salendo. Wow. And it's also the most walkable area and the most bikeable area because it has, it has the downtown area in there. Eric, what makes so, it the most walkable and bikeable area? I'm sorry, what was that? What makes it the most walkable and bikeable area? Um, I would say it's because it, it has just the most concentration of stores. Okay. Um, in one area, commercial and also residential. Okay, so co-location and, of... Yeah, and it has the biggest concentration of all of the like, supermarkets. Where I live, it's in the downtown area, and I can walk to Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, a ton of restaurants and retail. And it's very walkable, and I, I, I think sometimes we forget how walkable it is to be in Glendale. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's sometimes known as a... A uh, very car-centric city, um, and that people drive really fast, which um, which which happens, and we want to change the perception of that. And um, and part of this planning effort for the South Glendale is going to be to make it an even more walkable area and have the plans recognize that. Eric, can you talk a little bit about the bicycle master plan? Yeah, bike plan was adopted uh, a couple of years ago, I think in 2011, mm-hmm. around when we started as a group, and uh, it created a plan that will uh, guide the city as it does its repaving of streets on where our bike routes can be and where we can add actual bike lanes, sparrows. Um, and other bike infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the bike plan that's adopted, it's not to the level as aggressive as we'd like it to be. Right. But at least it creates something as a guide. Um, and it's, and it's, uh, uh, and we hadn't had an, uh, a plan adopted since like 95. So, so it's the first real plan that we can hold the city accountable for, um, adding bike lanes and adding a lot more bike infrastructure. Right. It's actually in the plan. So, and a lot of sharrows have been popping up all all throughout the city of yeah, Glendale. There's a lot happening, yeah. And we're we're always looking, you know, when, when there's a repaving project, we're always trying to see if can we make it an even better project. Right. If if there if there's no bike lanes on it, but it's a bike route in the bike plan, we try to see if there might be community support to add bike lanes, maybe replace a travel lane for a bike lane. Right. And so we're always looking at making it even better. Right. And, Eric, just for the folks that don't necessarily live in Glendale, what are some of the thoroughfares? I'm thinking Glen Oaks, but off the top of your head, what are some of the thoroughfares that we can recommend to anybody that wants to bike through Glendale? Um, well, Glen Oaks has, uh, is one of the first streets in Glendale that added bike lanes. Um, Foothill has bike lanes thanks to Colin being here and, and making sure we get those. It wasn't um, all me, though. We just got we just got uh, the uh, Glen Oaks, the western part, west. Um, the lanes heading west. Uh, we added uh, bike lanes. Those were added just a couple months ago. Okay. Um, and that that's between um, Pacific and um, and Louise, sort of. So so those those have been extended. Um, that was an important first, section, wasn't it? Yeah, and and that and that was an interesting story because the city was going to repave that portion of Glen Oaks, and they weren't going to add bike lanes because um, because the eastern um, the lanes heading east uh, couldn't have uh, couldn't accommodate lanes 
I mean, we couldn't accommodate a biplane, but the lanes heading west could. But because it was only one direction, they just didn't put it in. And then thanks to Alex, who's also a member of us, he, he checked with the city and he looked at the map and, and, and realized that there is enough room to add a bike lane without even removing the traveling. And when we brought it up, they, they ended up changing it. So that, that was just one of those things that we just checked with the city staff and, and look at the plan and make sure what they're doing, if they can add a bike lane to add it, that doesn't even need a removal of a travel lane. So that was an example of just talking with city staff and having that communication. That's great. Yeah, and having the platform of Walk by Glendale really helps, right, Eric? In, Absolutely. That's great, yeah. In being able to connect with city staff and really mobilize folks around different things. I know that we've been advocating for different types of um, bike lanes and bike infrastructure in Glendale. Yeah. For a while now, and uh, being able to have the the connection to the LACBC and having that platform is really helpful. Absolutely, yeah, exactly. Cool. And um, uh, I guess the last thing I would say is that uh, we're one of uh, we have one of the biggest frontages um, along the LA River after Los Angeles. Glendale has a huge frontage along the LA River, and and we're really excited about the plans that have been proposed by the Army Corps to change the river into a more uh, walking and biking-friendly and outdoor-friendly place, remove a lot of the concrete. Mm-hmm. And, and we're, we're, we're looking at that uh, and, and trying to see how we can uh, incorporate it with the Verdugo Wash that connects to it. Mm-hmm. And then the plans that the city has to connect the bridge from Glendale to Griffith Park, um, um, going over the river. So, so that that's like a very long term project, but we're very excited about um, the potential. Cool, cool. All right, Eric. Thanks so much for chatting with us. Um, we're gonna go ahead and give Alec a call next. So, thanks for giving that prelude to to Alex. Roll sure, in. And everybody knows about the holiday ride we have coming up on Sunday. Well, I was going to promote it at the end, but go ahead and promote okay, it. Well, we have this exciting holiday ride on Sunday at 5.30 p.m. starting at Nibbly Park. More info is on our website, walkbyglendale.org. And we're trying to get a lot of people to come. Uh, it's a very family-friendly, just a couple miles long with a stop for hot chocolate. Everybody and, loves uh, hot chocolate. Yeah, it was actually Katie's idea uh, <laughs> two years ago, which is why we first started this. And it's been great, and, and people love it. And um, it's a real fun ride to check out some beautifully decorated homes and, and, and have a short ride together. So holiday ride is next Sunday? The 15th? Next Sunday, December 15th, December 15th. at 5.30 p.m. That's at right. Nibley Park. Nibley Park. You look up details Nibley at walkbikeglendale.org. That's right. Yes. Okay. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Eric. All right. See you all later. Hi, Alec. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Just fine. Just fine. Thanks so much for joining us today on Bike Talk. Of course. So, Alec, I was hoping you could introduce yourself um, in your relationship to Walk by Glendale, but also how you've made Glendale a greener place to live. (laughs) 
Um, well, my name is Alec Bartrosov, and I've uh, been a lifelong Glendale resident. Um, I just recently joined the uh, City's Transportation and Parking Commission um, and have been a volunteer with Walk by Glendale for a long time. It's a couple years now. Um, and before that, I started a group called the Coalition for Green Glendale just to promote environmental awareness in the city and, and continue that dialogue. Um, and through that organization, I helped start the community gardens in Glendale. So we have uh, three community gardens uh, that are part of the program and will hopefully be growing and will continue to grow. So those are kind of the, the ways that I've been involved with the city and, and you know, in the community. And I would also mention, Alec, that, that because of your work with Coalition for Greener Glendale, you were flagged as a person that I needed to speak with when the Safe and Healthy Streets project first got launched. They said, you need to talk to this guy, Alec. He's great. Yeah, I, I remember that conversation in, in that coffee shop on Broadway. It, was, it seemed like a really long time ago. But yes, it yeah, does. I'm great that we made that connection. So, Alec, um, I was hoping you could talk a little bit about the new development in Glendale. We mentioned it a little bit earlier in the show um, that some new lofts are coming in, and uh, we'll probably we'll be expecting maybe a newer, hipper demographic in Glendale soon. Um, but I know that you know more about the details of the, the new developments and kind of what that could mean for walking and biking in Glendale. So I was hoping you could talk a little bit about that. Sure. I mean, with uh, since I started at the L.A. County Bike Coalition as, as an employee, I found that a lot of times throughout the county, places that are very bike-friendly are often places that are dense. So I'm thinking of areas like Hollywood, Hollywood or Santa Monica, Venice, um, downtown L.A. Um, these are all places that demographically have, uh, you know, younger folks, um, folks that are uh, not so interested in driving anymore, are fed up with commute times, um, maybe work from home, or just like the convenience factor of biking and being healthy. Um, and I think that we're finding that um, to be true in Glendale as we see these new developments downtown. Um, and I think that's, that's a good sign for our city because we are not seen as a bike-friendly city as it is right now. Mm. Um, Can you talk a little our, bit about that, Alec? Why are we not seen as a bike-friendly city? I know this to um, be true, but not everyone knows that. So we, are, we usually top the list on um, categories that have to do with safety and traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know the, the numbers off the top of my head, but we have a reputation, and it's, it's verified You know, every time this comes out with insurance studies and, and safety studies, and we see it in the newspaper all the time, that Glendale historically has not been a safe place for people on the streets, whether you're a driver or a pedestrian or a bicyclist. We seem to be in the headlines for not being a very safe city. Um, so the city is aware of that issue, and we're trying to fix that. Um, I'm personally working on that, you know, as a volunteer with Walk by Glendale, but also now as a, as somebody on the Transportation Commission. Um, but yeah, I think I think there's a lot of potential, and this issue is going to be is going to be more at the forefront of the elected officials and try to figure out how to fix this issue when we see these new developments come online. 
I think there's something about 2,000 units that are now slated for um, development in the downtown area. Wow, 2,000. I didn't know it was that yeah. many. Yeah, um, and, I, and I know that there are more projects coming online now that are, I think there are two more buildings that are coming online that could be 500 units each. Huh. Um, so the, the downtown part of Glendale is really changing um, to an area that's going to be very dense, that's going to include a lot of people that are generally younger, because these, these buildings usually accommodate uh, lofts or one bedroom, um, maybe two bedrooms at the most. Um, so you're generally going to find people that are younger. Um, they might be workspace, you know, studios. Um, and these are going to be people, people that can easily walk to the grocery store, to the restaurant, to a bar on Grand Boulevard. It's going to become a very walkable neighborhood for the people that move into the area. Um, and I think with that, you're going to find more people interested in biking in the city in general. Cool. Um, so we mentioned this a little bit earlier, Alec, but if you could talk a little bit more about the business outreach plan, because I know that was your brainchild. Um, and I think it's a it's a really great way of engaging new residents as well as existing residents. Um, sure. Yeah, so um, I had this idea of doing outreach to businesses. Um, I've, I've found as an advocate of, of safe walking and biking that a lot of times we look to people like us that already walk and bike. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a great way to increase your base. But we also need to reach out to people that we traditionally don't reach out to. And one of the ways that we can do that is going to businesses that we as people, as bikers and walkers and drivers, go to businesses and engage with them and spend their money there. Um, And those businesses need to know that there are dollars that come out of bicyclists and pedestrians' wallets and spend it at their business. Um, And so I came up with this idea to send out a postcard to people that are just moving into the city. Um, And you can do this anywhere. You know, there are developments going on all throughout the county. Um, There are buildings popping up everywhere, and density is, is becoming a thing. Um, we can partner with those new developments and nearby businesses and say, hey, look, um, you know, the, the bread store down the corner, we have 500 people moving into your neighborhood. Why don't we promote your business and, and get exposure to these customers? And at the same time, we as an organization can introduce ourselves to these, you know, likely new residents that are not, you know, from Glendale but are moving to Glendale to kind of let them know that, hey, look, you know, there's a bread store just down the street. You don't necessarily have to get into your car to, you know, drive to the grocery store. It's a very walkable and bikeable neighborhood. Um, So that's what we've been able to do with our postcard kind of outreach program with businesses um, is we raise our profile with these businesses and let them know who we are, first of all. Um, And at the same time, we let these new residents know who we are. So it's it's really a win-win. We make some money and the businesses sponsor us. Um, and hopefully in the long run, these will be uh, conversations that uh, are nurtured into an eventual, you know, more serious partnership. And then we can talk about uh, membership benefits and so on. Um, but it's a great way to initially engage with the business. So the message is basically tell the people moving to the neighborhood, hey, check out these local businesses that are all within walking or biking distance of where you live. They find it more you know, easier to get around and get to the things that they might need in the in the community without actually having to get in a car. 
Right. And then, you know, when once people start to think that way and realize, you know, this is actually convenient. I mean, we all know about Trader Joe's. Every single Trader Joe's that I can think of, it's a headache to park. So it would be great to be able to walk to a Trader Joe's or bike to a Trader Joe's and not have to worry about the hassle of getting into your car, going down to the garage, opening the gates, you know, looking for parking. Um, all of that, all of those minutes add up. And, you know, it may not be um, obvious to some people, but those minutes in the car add stress to your life. You get frustrated. Um, why not just skip all that and walk and bike and get the exercise that we all need and get to meet your neighbors and know your community and all of those lovely things, too. Exactly. There's, there's no better way to get to know a community than walking or biking. You know, you, you miss that aspect when you're in a car and you're going 35 miles an hour. You don't really get to engage with your surroundings. That's right. And I assume you have a certain amount of businesses that have engaged in this program already, but you, my guess is you have your sights on even more businesses in the near future. Yeah, so we have um, we have constraints, obviously, with the size of the postcard. So we don't want to we don't want to bombard people or um, or desensitize people to the number of businesses on the on the list. So we do try to keep it to a minimum. Uh, but we did print a certain number that would correspond with uh, new developments that are coming in. Um, so once we extinguish that set, we'll start a new set and we'll reach out to new businesses. Um, that's the idea. So it's, it's something that's definitely sustainable. Um, you can keep the template that you have and move on to new developments and new uh, business partners. Um, it's a re- really simple way to go. Alec, is there a sample of this postcard on the Walk by Glendale website that people can see? Uh, we don't, um, but people, if you guys are really interested in taking a look, you can email me. Um, we may have a picture of it on our Facebook page. We have a picture of it on our Facebook page. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can check it out there. We try not to post the PDF because we don't want people printing them out and using them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But there are pictures. There are plenty of pictures of all things Walk by Glendale on our Facebook page. So for those who are curious, they can take a look at it. It's basically sort of a map of downtown Glendale, right? Yes. And it sort of shows where these businesses are yeah. and encourages people to frequent those businesses. Yes. Got it. And actually, speaking of commerce and our Facebook page, um, just a quick shout out to both Alec and Erica Schwartz. We just uh, developed new tote bags, Walk by Glendale tote bags that you can purchase for $20. Oh, yeah. Um, And you can find out about how to purchase one of these on our Facebook page as well. Because naturally, you're going to need something to carry that stuff with when you get there. Exactly. That's right. Yes, and, and the, I know the city of L.A. and the city of Glendale both have uh, plastic bag ordinances that are going into effect January 1st. So it's a good way to give a gift to somebody or use it for yourself. You'll definitely need it, and you want to avoid paying that $0.10 cents for a paper bag. That's right, and our tote bags are very cute. They have little bicycles on them and a walk-bike Glendale handle and are made of organic cotton. And um, I, I totally want one. Uh, I think that we should get you one, Colin. I, I, I'll buy one for, for sure. I'll buy at least one. <laughs> they're, they're handmade in Glendale as well. Handmade in Glendale. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. That's fantastic. By one of our steering yeah. committee members. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> any, other, any other things that uh, you're burning to tell us about, Alec? Um, one of the ways 
yes. One of the ways that Walk by Glendale has been trying to engage the public is uh, through uh, our relationship with the city and implementation of the Bicycle Master Plan. Um, so this is something that is an ongoing thing that we are that we are not struggling with, but working with the city to make sure that the bike plan is implemented and uh, furthering that goal of making the city more bike friendly. So we now have this what's called the Infrastructure Subcommittee, um, and we meet. We're probably going to be meeting on a quarterly basis to get an update on uh, what the city is working on currently, how they're implementing the bicycle master plan. Um, and we really want to encourage people to get involved in this process. Uh, we're finding that there are a few core people in the steering committee that are very passionate about this, and we have certainly have our opinions about how the, the city should be implementing the bike plan. We definitely want to hear from other people as well. So if you happen to be a resident of Glendale or you ride your bike in Glendale frequently, we definitely want you to come on board and talk to us about um, the bicycle master plan and what you envision it to look like five years from now and, and how the infrastructure takes place. So that's another pet project that I've taken on um, just to make sure that the city is doing what they have promised us to do <laughs> or will do um, and making sure that it's done properly and, and that includes uh, proper outreach to the public um, so that we don't get any backlash from people who weren't expecting things. So um, that's another way that I encourage people to uh, get involved as well. Is there a tentative date for uh, for that next meeting of that of that body? Um, you'll find it on our website. I believe we're meeting next week. I don't know the oh. date off the top of my head. Um, it might be next week or the week after. We'll promote uh-huh. it on Facebook. And as we continue to reference our Facebook page, maybe I should encourage everyone to like our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, Walk by Glendale. It's Walk by Glendale on Facebook. On Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Everyone like it. And so you obviously you'd be posting information about that meeting on the Facebook page. Yeah. As well as yeah. I would assume probably on the Walk by Glendale page as well. Yeah, yeah. I encourage people to like our Facebook page, like Katie said, um, and check out our events section. Um, usually we post – we don't post the steering committee um, meetings on the event page, but oftentimes we do post the other um, meetings on the event page. So check that out and see where we're – what events are coming up. All right. Cool. Terrific. Well, thanks, Alec. Of course. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Alec. Thank right. you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, you're listening to Bike Talk on Kill Radio, KPFK on the podcast. And uh, this is the second Saturday. We're pre-recording this show, but this is the second Saturday of the month, which means uh, LACBC and its local chapters are guest host. Uh, for the program, and um, I'm Colin Bogart. I'm the Education Director for the L.A. County Bicycle Coalition, and I'm joined here by Nick of Bike Talk. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, thank you. And Katie Kurtz, uh, who's the co-chair of Walk Bike Glendale. Hi, Colin. Hi. And uh, that is is our uh, focus on this edition of Bike Talk is Walk Bike Glendale and what Walk Bike Glendale is up to. Um, We just got done talking with uh, Alec Bartrasov, and uh, now we have Scott Lowe on the phone. Hi, Scott. Hi, guys. Scott. Uh, um, glad to be here on Bike Talk. We're glad to have you on Bike Talk. Katie, you have some things that you wanted Scott to talk about. 
Sure. Um, first, uh, just I, I called Scott this last night, and I'll say it again. Scott's kind of the unofficial mayor of Glendale, where he uh, he knows all things Glendale and has a fabulous blog about it. So I thought he'd be a really good guest to give kind of the user perspective of what it means to walk and bike in Glendale. Um, as he's really uh, on top of uh, what what the what the Glendale experience is all about. So, um, Scott, go ahead and take it away. Um, great. I'd, I'd love to. Uh, my blog is called Tropico Station, and, you know, I focus on, you know, Glendale news, Glendale history, with kind of a sub-focus on bike and pedestrian issues. Um, I started my blog in about 2008, and uh, shortly after I moved to Glendale, and one of the first things I noticed, I, at that time I was just starting to bike regularly and, you know, kind of explore the city on foot and by bike, and one of the first things I noticed was how little uh, uh, cycling infrastructure Glendale had at that time. At that point, there were only about three lane, uh, three blocks of bike lane in the entire city uh, along Riverdale, and, and literally there was nothing else in all of Glendale. Um, so that was something that I just found found kind of kind of stunning. I just assumed there would be bike lanes somewhere, and uh, I started kind of researching it and and paying attention to it, and and realized there was really almost nothing in Glendale. And uh, we were lucky to have Colin come up, come in uh, to Glendale with the Save and Healthy Streets plan. Uh, through the place grant, and he really helped uh, Glendale get some momentum uh, as far as its its cycling infrastructure is concerned. Um, Through my blog, I've helped organize a series of history rides with the Glendale Historical Society, going to various historical points in Glendale and helping people explore the neighborhood safely on their bikes in in a safe group environment. Um, I've also done things like uh, to kind of fill fill in gaps in in bike-related knowledge locally that you know, kind of aren't covered by official maps. Like I created a guide and map for access, uh, access to the L.A. River bike path from Glendale um, because there are several hidden routes like along the Sunny Nook Foot Bridge or along the Glendale River Walk that aren't really obvious, and there's no maps on, on the city of L.A. side or the city of Glendale side that actually show how to get to some of these, these really lovely spots to bike. So um, I've created maps on my blog and, and, and have shared those uh, as well. That's awesome. So... Can you talk about uh, a little bit about how you document walking and biking in Glendale and maybe uh, give reference to some of the, the uh, blog posts that you've written? Sure. Um, yeah, I'm fortunate that I both live and work in Glendale. Uh, I live in South Glendale, um, very near the border with Atwater Village, and I work in downtown Glendale, uh, very close to Brandon Broadway. So um, I'm very fortunate that whether I'm I'm biking to work or, or walking around uh, my office at lunch or, or walking around my neighborhood. I'm always here in Glendale keeping an eye on, on you know, new projects that are coming up. I'm always talking to people, talking to people within the city about the projects that they, that they have moving forward. Um, uh, uh, one of the things I wanted to mention was the Tropico Station Neighborhood Plan, which uh, is named after Glendale's, uh, and my blog is also named after Glendale's historic train station, which was built in 1923 and which is currently um, uh, mostly a Metrolink and Amtrak station. And it's currently a little bit underutilized, and the city is trying to uh, integrate it more tightly with the surrounding area because um, there's some new residential development coming up in South Glendale, and there's a whole lovely neighborhood of single-family homes here in South Glendale that don't use the train station that much and don't integrate that well with the train station. So... The Tropical Station Neighborhood Plan is a $225,000 uh, metro-funded planning study that promotes transit-oriented development surrounding the station specifically. So, you know, they want to make it easier for you know, developments to come in to take advantage of that uh, that train station that then links 
Glendale to the surrounding regions. Um, so some of the the yeah, they're going to they're discussing new zoning regulations to encourage that design guidelines and infrastructure improvements. Um, they, there may also be some new green spaces, bike infrastructure, like little walking loops and mini parks, um, to help you know integrate that train station to the neighborhood uh, in, a, in a very friendly way. So, um, uh, okay, sorry, I'm blanking now. No, that's okay. Uh, well, actually, Scott, if you could just go back, you said that it's in the planning stages right now. Is that right? Uh, yeah, currently they're doing a lot of outreach. They've, they've hosted a, the, the city of Glendale's community development and parks department has hosted a series of, um, public events to try to get public feedback about it. Um, and they've done a really nice job with it because traditionally the way the city would solicit feedback from things like that, for things like this would be to, you know, go to schools or, or, or have a, a boardroom in a, in a park or something like that and they would, try to get people to actually come to a, you know, quote-unquote meeting. Um, and uh, with this plan, uh, Community Development and Parks has actually created a series of community events that are actually fun and cool and, like, people might actually want to go to them uh, with the idea that that will get more people out. And then, and then once they're there for that cool community event, like, for instance, they had a, a screening of the film Double Indemnity at the Glendale train station, um, which is cool because the movie Double Indemnity actually has a scene that's set at the Glendale train station. And they had another uh, event at Cerritos Park just down the street on on Brand, which is a really fun community event. They had like a professional uh, soccer player, and they had music and and free tacos. That was a, a big a big plus. But, but before you could get your free tacos, you had to fill out a survey about the types of improvements you wanted to see in your neighborhood. You had to um, kind of sit down and kind of map out the list of amenities that you would like to see in your neighborhood. And um, so they got a lot of participation, a lot of public feedback. Um, on topics that are normally considered to be kind of dry that people don't tend to show up just to discuss unless they're complaining about them uh, angrily. <laughs> That's funny. And I would add to that uh, that I'm, I'm so happy to hear that the city of Glendale has sort of carried on this tradition um, of doing fun events that will attract people as opposed to just let's have a meeting. And I, I, I you know, I'm proud to say that that, that largely came out of the Safe and Healthy Streets Project, and you know our collaboration with Scott and the Historical Society in doing you know fun bike rides and fun history-oriented walks that really got a lot of people to show up and got a lot of attention, um, but also provided a way to reach out to the community in a in a way that's very different from just okay we're going to have this meeting and we want you to come and yell at us about. What you di- like or don't like, which is well, yeah, and the, demogra- happens. the demographics are very different because people who actually want to show up in a happy way and do fun things, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to people who just go to public meetings. The mindset um, is different for sure. The mindset's totally different. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also, you know, Glendale is is wildly diverse and very spread out geographically. So I'm I'm in South Glendale, the, the, as far south in Glendale as you can go, pretty much. And from my location, if you went up to Montrose, where which is um, where I live. Where, where Katie lives and where uh, the, the, where some members of the community um, were very angry about some road diet plans, <laughs> some road diet oh, plans yeah. that kind of thing. Um, from where I live, it's about six and a half miles to Montrose if I, if I headed north. Now, if I headed south from my, my spot in South Glendale, six and a half miles or south uh, southwest, I'd be at Hollywood and Vine. So yeah. from where I am, I'm the exact same distance from Montrose, which is part of Glendale, and from Hollywood and Vine, which is part of the city of L.A. Huh. So where I live has more in common density-wise with with Hollywood and with, you know, most fields in Silver Lake than it does with a lot of the more suburban parts of North Glendale. And sometimes it's difficult to get the kind of city government and 
city planners to kind of recognize that Glendale is is such a diverse place because people tend to think of Glendale as being a highly suburban kind of single family home type of city, yeah. you know, north of the 134, but south of the 134, it's actually quite urban, quite dense and walkable, which 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 is something that I like. Yeah. But I think a lot of people in North Glendale are kind of mortified by that. Yeah, that that's actually a really good observation in terms of the diversity of Glendale and how our council folk represent some of that diversity and why Walk by Glendale is such an important part of moving bike issues forward because there's there there can be just wide disagreement among the council about the the value of bike infrastructure or making the city more um, bike and pedestrian friendly where we, we actually had one council member say bikes and cars don't mix never have them together in the same space uh, and that person is our current mayor dave weaver yeah <laughs> so the unofficial not to name mayor, names yeah the unofficial mayor is, is more bike friendly than the uh, the official mayor yeah to have kind of a generally more positive uh, mood about cycling on the council than we than than Glendale certainly has had previously, right. but um, you know all of all of the council members, every single one comes from north of the 134 freeway. Right. They all live north of the 134 freeway and represent the interests of their constituents who mostly live north of the 134 right. freeway. Um, and so they tend to think of South Glendale as being kind of like a failed suburb and that it got so dense and crowded and whatever else, but actually it's its own kind of thriving, vital place. It's just different than, you know, than the, you know, idyllic suburbia north of the 134 freeway. So, so the 134 really is the dividing line in, yeah. in Glendale. Yeah. It is. At least, at, Colin, at least until the Space 134 project gets built. Ah, we haven't even touched on that yet. The Space 134 <laughs> project, which is a proposed, for anybody who's uninitiated, is a proposal to cap the 134 oh, freeway that, as it goes yeah. through downtown Glendale, <laughs> which is which is below grade, which is below street level, um, to cap it and basically create a, a sort of a park space. Yeah. Like um, the High Line in New York, maybe. Kind of. Um, there's no, similar... Pro- freeway park. Yeah, I mean, there's similar, similar proposals... For the city of Ventura and also for the Hollywood Freeway uh, going through Hollywood. That would be really um, cool. There is in in, uh, in La Cañada Flint Ridge, I think it is, there's already a park that's literally built right on top of a bridge that goes over the 210 Freeway. Mm-hmm. So it's a similar concept. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that's in the planning stages and seems to be enjoying a pretty good amount of support. Yeah, there's a lot of really wonderful conceptual stuff that's stewing in Glendale right now, I have to say. We're just hoping yeah. that we can get everyone on board with moving it forward. Well, the, the Glendale City Council voted to support the uh, the uh, Space 134 Freeway Park project, but it was it's a very theoretical like we support this in a general sense, but not are not going to allocate any money to it because it would <laughs> you know it would be very expensive and would have to rely on some federal funding to actually get built. But uh, you know, in theory, it could be great and really help unify. North and South Glendale in a way that's uh, really positive for the neighborhood and creates more green space. That's right. Um, because they're talking about adding, uh, you know, uh, public art, play areas, kind of neighborhood-scaled active recreation, and uh, and really kind of activating what is now kind of total dead space. Right. Um, and that, that's part of, you know, Glendale's kind of general strategy right now of of putting more residential development downtown. And tr- and traditionally, downtown Glendale has basically, like, every everyone shuts off the lights at about 6 o'clock. And now with the uh, new residential development coming into downtown Glendale, they're trying to, you know, encourage people to you know, stay out later, to go see movies, to go, you know, have dinner or drinks in downtown Glendale. 
and uh, they're calling it the uh, 18-hour downtown instead of the you know typical nine-to-five downtown Glendale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, right. Rhythm. That's right. So, Scott, we're running a little bit out of time right now, but wanted to, before um, before we let you go, wanted to ask you if you were to talk about or talk, talk to someone outside of Glendale, encouraging them to ride through Glendale, what streets and what places would you encourage them to go to and ride through? To go through and ride through. I, I think that, that <laughs> I think that one of the most underrated streets to to ride on in Glendale is actually uh, Brand Boulevard because most people tend to think of Brand Boulevard as being very scary and, and unsafe because it has diagonal parking, which which can be scary and can be unsafe. But if you if you are aware of the fact that there's diagonal parking and keep your eyes looking far ahead for for taillights coming out, it's actually a reasonably good. It's reasonably wide, and it's a fairly good street to bike on because the speed limit is very low. The speed limit on Brand is actually only 25 miles an hour. Um, so it's, 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 as far as I'm concerned, it's the only way that I ever go north to south, um, you know, on a major street in Glendale, and it takes you right up to, you know, downtown Glendale where I, where I work and where, you know, I do a lot of my playing as well. Um, if, if, if you're less comfortable riding in urban environments, I would absolutely recommend that you check out the Glendale Riverwalk, which is over by um, uh, DreamWorks uh, near the 134 and the 5 freeway. Uh, it's, it's really just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful piece of uh, infrastructure that the city of Glendale has built. They, they built this beautiful park right along the L.A. River. They've planted native plants. And they've got little picnic areas, and they even have amenities for people to ride horses there because there's horse property right right there nearby and it's just it's very 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 idyllic and unfortunately right now it's very it's a very short uh length it's something like a half a mile but you can they did a really 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 nice job with it and you can see how if they extended that throughout more of the eastern bank of the uh la river it could really be a a beautiful beautiful project and that's called the river walk again right that's the glendale river walk and it's actually different than the la river bike path part of it is is right across from the la river bike path um uh, near Sonora, but um, it's, it's actually a city of Glendale project, not uh, and it's different from the LA River bike path. It's on the east side of the LA River, not the west side, and it's really, really, really nice and pleasant. And if you have kids and wanted to ride with them, it'd be a great place to get started. Cool. All right. All right. Thanks so much, Scott. You are always sure. a wealth of information. <laughs> of course. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, Scott. And uh, you're listening once again to Bike Talk on Kill Radio, KPFK on the podcast. That was Scott Lowe of the infamous Tropico Station blog in Glendale. And if you haven't checked out that blog, it's it's well worth looking at. Um, and we thank Scott for all of his uh, work in Glendale and his collaboration with Walk Bike Glendale. This is uh, the uh, featured um, – Local chapter for LACBC, this edition of Bike Talk is Walk Bike Glendale, the Glendale chapter of the LA County Bicycle Coalition. And and once again, uh, for anybody who's just tuning in, um, I'm sitting here with Katie Kurtz, the co-chair of Walk Bike Glendale, as well as Nick, our esteemed producer of uh, Bike Talk, uh, operating the board for us. Um, So, Katie, we... um, We've uh, pretty much run the gamut, I think, of all of the things that are going on in Glendale. Mm-hmm. But maybe we should do a little quick recap um, of, 
what people can look forward to in the in the coming months um, and how they can get involved with Walk by Glendale? Sure. Um, so I'll go ahead and and do a recap, but just uh, to point out, we've always got stuff going on in Glendale, and I'd imagine that we probably didn't cover everything. So, Too true. If you are a Glendale resident or walk or bike in Glendale frequently, um, please know that you're welcome to come to our steering committee meetings. We meet the uh, second Monday of every month, and those dates are often on our website at walkbikeglendale.org. And you meet in downtown Glendale in the uh, community, what is it, the Community, community Arts, Arts building, yes. building, which is um, actually part of the Orange Street parking structure. It is. For those is. people, for those of you familiar with Glendale. Mm-hmm. Yep, so it's right off of Orange and Brand. There you go, right near downtown Glendale. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, they can get the information of exactly what time and exactly where from the website, yes, which is walkbikeglendale.org. Walkbikeglendale.org. And then, um, also on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. And our Facebook. And you can even email us at walkbikeglendale at gmail.com. Oh, well, there you go. I know. We're fancy. We're always looking for more people to get involved in the Glendale chapter of Walk by Glendale. Or in, in, in Walk by Glendale. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and you can volunteer on all kinds of levels. You can be a steering committee member, or you can also just come and support some of our events or just participate in our events. There's always a, a space for folks, Glendale residents and non-Glendale residents alike. And and you've you've heard about some of these events. You know, come on, zombie walks, pastry walks. <laughs> um, and then we talked a little bit about it earlier in the program, and we should revisit that there is a – Holiday ride coming up on the 15th. That's right. The holiday ride is the 15th. It will be at 5.30. Our meetup is at Nibley Park in Glendale. That's in the Ross Moyne area for those of you that know Glendale. It's kind of in the heart of Glendale, but you can just look up Nibley Park, and uh, that'll give you some directions on how to get there. And that's 5.30 p.m., not a.m. Exactly. This is not one of these early morning... Spandex rides. No. This is a this is an evening casual kids and family bike ride, couple of miles. Exactly right. Yeah, we'll be taking a tour through the Rossmoyne area and some of the surrounding areas, just looking at pretty Christmas lights, and uh, stopping in for hot cocoa, just getting to know your neighbors and um, enjoying a bike ride. That sounds like fun. I I'm, I'm there. Yes. Hot cocoa. Excellent. How can you resist? <laughs> Okay, so that's that's the next event that we've got coming up. Mm-hmm, that's right. Um, we talked a little bit during the interview about uh, this infrastructure committee. That was news to me that there's an infrastructure committee. And this is a city committee, but Walk by Glendale obviously is encouraging people to engage in that committee, correct? That's correct, yes. Uh, I believe Alec is actually leading that committee. Mm-hmm. Um, but because, obviously, Walk by Glendale has a lot going on, we have a lot of subcommittees that work on specific things. So this one is specifically working on um, the Bicycle Master Plan and mm-hmm. ensuring that the Bicycle Master Plan gets implemented to um, to make sure that it's in favor of cyclists. Mm-hmm. Well, the first bike master plan that was created by the city basically sat on the shelf for a long time without much implementation, as we heard from Scott. Right. Um, So um, we encourage people to get involved in that committee. We don't have the specific date of when that infrastructure committee meeting is going to happen, do we? No. I believe the first meeting was November 12th, so that was last month. So my guess is that there will be another meeting in maybe next month, maybe the following. Okay. 
Yeah, because I seem to remember him saying it was going to be like quarterly or something like that. So most likely January because it's the holidays. Everybody's got a lot to do during the holidays, running around, going to parties. This is true. We're all busy. Including LACBC's open house, which was really fun. Yes, it was. I'm still recovering. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we're all sick. Yeah, exactly. And then what else do we have that we wanted to remind people about? Sure. One more shout out. And and actually, this reminds me, we also have T-shirts. We have a Walk by Glendale tote bags that Mm. are hot off the sewing machine um, that are available for purchase. Those are $20. There are pictures of them on our Facebook page. And you can go to our Facebook page or uh, go ahead and email us or message us. Um, to find out how to purchase one, but there are $20. The cotton is organic. The print is adorable. It's got a bunch of cute little bikes on it. And then the handle says Walk by Glendale, so you can sport how you're supporting your local LACBC chapter. I, 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 can't get, I can't wait to get my hands on one of those. I really can't. <laughs> they are pretty cute. Um, and just as a reminder to everybody that if, if people want to become members of Walk by Glendale, right. one of the advantages of membership in any of the local chapters of the LA County Bicycle Coalition is that you actually get double membership because when you become a member of a local chapter like Walk by Glendale, you are also a member of the LA County Bicycle Coalition. Um, and the LA County Bicycle Coalition, of course, is a 501c3 nonprofit that's supported by money from its members. Um, it's not a government agency. And so when you become a member, you support the work of both Walk Bike Glendale and the L.A. County Bicycle Coalition. And uh, you also get the advantage of uh, discounts. Uh, we're building um, – as as uh, LACBC in general, we're building a much broader program of discounts at local businesses. Historically, it's been uh, lots of different bike shops around L.A. County. We'll provide you with a discount as a member of the LACBC or in this case Walk Bike Glendale. Uh, And we're expanding it to other businesses that are not necessarily um, just bike-related businesses, which is which is something actually Alec is is spearheading in a major way. So it's very exciting. Um, So thank you so much for taking the time to come into the studio and talk with us uh, about Walk Bike Glendale and and what you guys are doing. Thank you, Colin. This was great. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bike Talk. If you want to hear more, go to kpfk.org, navigate to programs, and choose Bike Talk. On the Bike Talk page, click on the archives link to play or download shows posted in the last four months. Go to biketalk.com and copy or click on the RSS feed link to subscribe. Our Twitter handle is BikeTalkPFK. On Facebook, we are Bike Talk. You can become friends and join our group.